Welcome to the Emotionally Intelligent Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Pinto, and today we're going to be talking about how we can start raising our emotional intelligence. I'm going to go through one very basic kind of foundational piece of advice or one, I don't know, idea or strategy that I talk to a lot of parents in my coaching about, and I'm not going to say it is easy because it takes work. It's a, it's a daily practice, I think, but it is definitely something that once we have this kind of foundational groundwork, all of our emotional intelligence kind of springs from here. It grows from here. And we know that emotional intelligence is, oh, it's huge in all areas, all relationships. Of course, we're talking about it in the parenting dynamic (laughs) in this, this particular context, but it's going to actually really catapult your emotional intelligence, which deepens your relationships with anyone around you. It could be at work, could be with your extended family. So what I want to talk today about is simply accepting all of your emotions. I know that sounds really basic, doesn't it? (laughs) A lot of us really struggle to accept every single emotion that we feel. We're okay feeling the good ones, the nice ones, the pleasant ones, the, the exciting ones, the joyful ones, you know, those kind of maybe what some people call the positive emotions. We're okay accepting those. We sit in them, we love them, they're great and they feel good, right? They feel good in our body and um, we can kind of just um, enjoy them. However, when it comes to our unpleasant emotions or uncomfortable ones, you guys know what I'm talking about, the really hard ones, the tough ones, the ones that we want to shove down (laughs) or distract ourselves from, I'm actually not a huge fan of saying negative emotions. I feel like, well, it's just got a negative connotation, kind of leans us into thinking that they're bad and that we shouldn't feel them and they should be put away and they're, yeah, they're negative. So I don't really like talking about um, positive and negative. I kind of go with unpleasant or pleasant, comfortable, uncomfortable. So I guess some of these uncomfortable ones we're talking about that are tough we, we, a lot of us find it difficult to just experience and sit with. These are things like frustration, anger, fear, anxiety, disappointment, hurt, um, envy, gosh, lots, there's lots, lots more. I actually have, um, a beautiful kids emotion wheel on my website. I don't know if I have the adults emotion wheel up on there. I don't think I do something you can easily Google emotion wheel and you'll find lots of different ones. I have a beautifully colored one as well myself that I created. It's got over a hundred emotion words on it. And I think it's just, it's so great to use tools like this to start learning to be more accepting of the whole spectrum of emotions. What I would love to see a lot more people doing, and I'm working on this myself because like I said, it's a daily practice. is learning to trust and to honor and to validate our own emotions, even those tough ones, um, so that we can listen to them. We have time to listen to them. If you're not able to or willing to sit in your emotions, you're not able to learn from them. Nope. We jump into our work. We jump onto social media. 
whatever it is, we distract ourselves because they're really uncomfortable. We don't like feeling angry. We don't like how we behave when we're angry. We don't, we don't like feeling hurt. We don't like feeling left out or uncared for. Um, we don't like those emotions. They are uncomfortable. However, if we can really start to shift our beliefs and our paradigms around what those emotions are and what then what they're not, then we're in such a better position to start listening to and learning from them. So I think a big problem is that for a long time, a lot of us have thought that emotions are a waste of time. (laughs) We've been taught that they are bad, maybe that they're naughty. You know, feeling certain emotions is naughty, it's bad, it's wrong. There's something inherently wrong with you if you feel that. You're being ridiculous, (laughs) Um, you know, as kids. So a lot of us feel really uncomfortable. No surprises there. It's interesting that on the whole, research shows that people who pay attention to their emotions lead happier lives. There is a lot, a lot of research around emotional intelligence for adults, for kids in the workplace, at home, in schools. Um, It's all pointing to the same thing. So it comes back to how can we learn to accept all of our emotions, right? Emotions actually give us information about situations and about how we are perceiving situations and they motivate us to act or sometimes not to act. You know, those times when you're so upset or you're so angry about something that's happened and you just fall into a pit and you sit in a hole You know, those are the times when if we're intentional about it, we can actually learn from how we're feeling and what our emotions are trying to tell us. They're giving us these like silent messages. Okay. So an example is anger, which actually is a bit of a surface level emotion. When you're angry at your kids, (laughs) which might be very often because they're not cooperating or they're not listening, whatever it is, underneath anger can actually be like the true emotion. We just don't often look, we don't pay attention. We just maybe raise our voice and we yell and we flip our lid. But if we can look underneath anger, we actually might find the true emotion that's under there. And that could be fear, could be sadness, could be envy, could be hurt, could be something else, right? Could be disappointment. So imagine if one of your kids hits or lashes out at their sibling and you immediately feel angry, you go zero to 100, you know how we do that sometimes, <laughs> and we flip out later, we yell, how dare you, you never should do that, you know, go to your room, whatever that is. We might feel angry on the surface, but actually we may be feeling really in fear or really worried about, what does that say about my child? They're supposed to love their sibling. They're supposed to be able to, you know, use their words, not lash out like that. What kind of person are they going to be in 10 years? Sometimes our brain shoots forward that far. (laughs) Um, Imagine if maybe your teenager has lied about doing their homework. And again, maybe on the surface you feel angry. Maybe underneath you feel confused. Um, You might think, why did you need to lie about that? You might feel hurt. Don't we have a good relationship that you can tell me the truth? You don't need to lie about that. You know, what's wrong here? What does that say about me that you can't come to me and tell me you haven't done your homework? 
um, lots of different situations. Sometimes our emotions are kind of giving us the message that we need to maybe set a boundary with someone because we haven't done so or we haven't done in a way that has worked and been effective for that type of person. Maybe it is um, encouraging us to speak up and have a conversation and communicate. Ooh, that's so hard sometimes. Maybe our emotions are telling us um, that we need to change ourselves, something about ourselves, in order to change a situation. We can only control ourselves, right? We all, we're all kind of learning that. We can't control someone else. We can sure influence them by the way we show up and the words we use and language that we have. So we can change ourselves in order to change a situation. We just need to be able to learn from our emotions and what they're telling us. You know, those gut feelings, those in, the intuition, the like gut reactions, they are so powerful. And yet so many of us ignore those or we shove them down because we think we better not feel that emotion. That's, that's probably wrong. I should do this. You know, someone else in my shoes would, it would be the nice kind thing to do. Ooh, what is going on there? So a couple more examples. Let's go through maybe frustration. Frustration that can kind of communicate to us that maybe we're being, we're not being heard. We are being stifled. Maybe we're internalizing our feelings, right? That, that, can, that can be coming out of frustration. Fear is often communicating that we are not ready. We're not prepared for a situation. Um, we... We sense that we can't handle a situation or a person. Maybe we need more time to step back and to appraise the situation, right? We're not ready. We can't do it. So something I often, something I want to encourage you guys to do if you're listening is when you think about, okay, how can I learn to sit in and learn from these tough emotions instead of kind of wishing them away or jumping online or scrolling I want you guys to ask yourself, what judgments am I having here about how I'm feeling and what's happened or what's happening? What judgments am I having here? And kind of what goes along with that, maybe this is a bit, also a bit of an easier way to ask it. What story am I telling myself? <laughs> Ooh, because man, we tell ourselves stories about why our child acts this way or how unfair the situation is, how poorly we've been treated, how things are not right and it shouldn't be this way. You know, the whole shoulds and shouldn'ts, all those expectations we have, the silent expectations. What story are you telling yourself about how that person should act, what they should have said or done and how they should not have treated you, especially if we're thinking about in terms of our kids? We get frustrated or angry about their behavior and when they're not listening or if they're hurtful to a sibling or if they just downright ignore us. What are you telling yourself about what that makes your child, who it makes them into, what kind of a parent would have a child like that? So there's so many things that are floating around that are driving these feelings. If we can kind of shine the light on those, those judgments and those stories, Whoa, game changing. Absolutely game changing. 
I remember working with a beautiful mom and she had twin boys and she hated when they made mess. She would get so angry and she would tell them off and she was, you know, felt so guilty about it. And we realized together that actually underneath that anger was a feeling or like a sense of being disrespected by her boys that she did so much for and cared for so, so deeply and that she worked so hard to keep the house tidy. And she felt these, you know, these, these judgments or these stories that she was telling herself was my boys are lazy and they don't care. They're disrespectful. They're going to grow up to be messy, lazy adults, you know, that no one wants to be around. So interesting. I also remember her kind of realizing that as a child, she was never, ever, ever allowed to make mess. She would have been punished. She would have been sent away. She would have really um, experienced awful consequences if her bedroom or her lounge room or the house was untidy and messy. So lots of stuff going on underneath what we often feel like is just this knee-jerk reaction of an emotion. So I guess my invitation to you guys is as we finish up, where can you start to begin accepting some of those tough emotions that usually you really hate to feel and, and usually jump online or jump on social media or you just distract and, and dive into your work, whatever that is. I would love to hear what are you going to start with or what really resonated with you from this episode? Please send us an email, send me an email. I would love to hear our emails. Hello at stephaniepinto.com. And please, if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast, I am all into those. I'm slowly collecting notes and messages from people. I want to be able to answer them on the podcast and that's going to be something really fun to do. So your question might get answered. Okay. So send it in, make sure you've got enough detail in there about what happens and what's, what's your struggle or what, what do you find challenging and what do you want to know? The more information I have, the kind of deeper I can answer it, which is going to be really cool. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you found this really insightful and maybe a little entertaining um, and fun to listen to. And I'll see you guys very soon for the next episode. Okay. Take care. Just quickly, I don't want to be a pain, but if you could give me a little review or a rating on your podcast app, I would love you forever. It would mean a lot and it would really help this podcast reach other parents who might really need to hear what you are hearing and learning. So thank you in advance.